y'all welcome back i am so excited right now but first i just want to say at the top if i sound different uh, i apologize for that i'm not recording at my house currently but uh, but i am very excited because i got a lot of stuff i want to talk to you about and guys i know you're excited we get a little bit of alone time this week who's excited i'm excited sure you're excited too. We actually have a really cool guest uh, lined up for next week and the week after as well. Uh, I'm actually really excited for both of them. You should be too, but for now, got a couple things I want to talk about, specifically the concept of an Airbnb and how, in my opinion, and I, I, I mean, look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody, I can't imagine anybody prefers a hotel to an Airbnb these days. Uh, we went to Glenwood Springs over Memorial Day. Hopefully you and everyone you know had a, had a lovely and wonderful Memorial Day and you all got to do all the things that you wanted to do and stayed safe and such. But we stayed in an Airbnb. And I mean, look, first of all, I don't mean hotels like, you know, five star, $800 a night, like, you know, they room service and all that style hotels. I'm not necessarily correlating the two. First of all, the Airbnb that we rented or, or whatever, we didn't pay enough. Uh, I, you know, I didn't pay $800 a night, so it's not comparable for that. But I mean, you know what I mean. If, if you got room service and you got, you know, like lobster on order or whatever, and like they bring champagne to your room, I don't mean that hotel, okay? I mean like, you know, like a La Quinta or whatever, like a couple hundred dollars a night or like 150 or whatever they are. I don't know what, you know, not like a Motel 6, not like a, you know, <laughs> we're not leaving the light on for anybody. I'm just saying, like, your, your average decent clean hotel versus your average decent clean Airbnb, I I mean, I, I just think it's no surprise that Airbnb, you know, VRBO and all these other websites and stuff, I'm not surprised that they're, they're growing in popularity. I don't think anybody is because uh, it's just, it's such a better system. It's. I mean, first of all, it's kind of like the idea of a of a Lyft or an Uber compared to a taxi. Like back back in the day, back when taxis were more common, I was never once in a clean taxi. It was always like it was always kind of dirty, if not super dirty. And sometimes, like if the cars were never new or nice, I didn't get to pick the radio. I didn't have any control. It was just you know, it just felt like being in a, a <laughs> felt like being in a very tiny, shitty old train. And then with with uh, with Lyft and stuff, like you get a clean house, you get a usually friendly driver, and if you say anything, you can control. Like I don't feel like I'm imposing. I feel like with every taxi I ever took, I felt like I was imposing on this guy or girl that was driving. I felt like I was I was actually like ruining their day just for being in there. Whereas an Airbnb or Airbnb, whereas like a Lyft or whatever, it feels at least like it's it's kind of more communal. Like they at least don't hate me for being there. I, I don't know. Whatever. Point is. Our Airbnb, it was uh, it was two floors, so the kids got to go upstairs, and I got to go, and me and the wife got to sleep downstairs, which is, I mean, honestly, that is required. Like, for for any and all vacations moving forward, I, I can't share a wall with my kids. I just can't. I certainly can't share a sleeping space. That is right out. I refuse to do it. I will not do it. I can't do it because if I, I can't. I cannot go to bed comfortably. Knowing that if I roll over slightly too loud, I'm gonna wake one of these two kids up. I, I just can't do it. If I sneeze, they might roll over and ask me what's going. On. Like I can't, cannot do it. Cannot be done. It's not possible. So, for, so moving forward, we have we're looking at budgeting. If we're gonna do a hotel, we kind of have to get two rooms. And finding two adjoining rooms is sometimes an issue. Not always. Doesn't matter. But finding two rooms is like tough. So like, if, okay, here's one. We went to Great Wolf Lodge. Uh, and we got, you know, we stayed in their hotel or their little resort hotel thing. But at least the hotel room we got was 
they had it sectioned off, kind of, sort of, to where my wife and I could stay, could lay down in bed and at least twiddle on our phones or something. And there was a, a wall, it was a, a partition of some sort that they had it made it look like, like woods. I mean, obviously it wasn't like real trees and then lumber and whatnot, but it kind of looked like a cabin, sort of a wooded area on the one side of the room that had four walls and a door. And that's where the kids slept. And then we could at least exit that door, put them to bed, exit that door, and walk back to our bed and then go to sleep. That is required. Honestly, that's not even enough, but that is minimum in my opinion. Just the idea, and this is also Great Wolf Lodge, but just the idea, I mean, one of the many reasons that Airbnb is so much better than a hotel. Being in an elevator with strangers, that is, that is brutal, man. Like, I, I can't... 45 seconds in an elevator with a stranger. I mean, I, it might as well be a two-hour business meeting. It is so awkward and uncomfortable. And, like, specifically Great Wolf Lodge or anywhere where you just got out of the pool. Like, now I'm cold and kind of wet still and, like, shivering and avoiding eye contact. Like, that. It, we were literally... <laughs> we were on the 11th floor of this hotel. So, like, the odds are I seriously have a one to two minute, if not longer, if multiple floors are pressed, if buttons are pressed and people getting on and off. I have to just, like, stare at the wall for two minutes of just... Awkward's not even the word. It's so, so uncomfortable. Look, some of y'all out there listening uh, might not have kids. And if you don't, then, I mean, first of all, enjoy that shit. I mean, for the love of God, cherish it. Vacations with children are so much different. Don't get me wrong, I wouldn't trade any of it for the world because this specific weekend in Glenwood Springs was one of the best things. Like it, it was probably a top five vacation lifetime for me, like literally ever, including all the drunken festivities I've had with Vance and, and, and the nonsense I've had with some other friends and, and all the other things. It was amazing. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I'm just telling you, if you get to go on a vacation and just do whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want to do it with no regard to other people's needs... <laughs> cherish that for the love of God. I just like, just having alone time is impossible in a hotel. Even if you have adjoining rooms, it's still more or less impossible because it's just not a very big space. Where at least with this Airbnb, like I, we brought a uh, chalk. So like I, I could just sit inside and like make a drink or make dinner and the kids would like, the, the front yard was fenced, which was dope. The kids could just sit in the front yard and just kind of like, I mean, literally entertain themselves. They have space to play. Raiden was playing with his Minecraft swords. Uh, Emery was literally coloring flowers and rainbows all over the place. Like, there is an element, at least, of alone time or separation without being super separated. Like, I'm not going to leave my kids in the hotel lobby and then go to the bar. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do that. Like, I just, I don't get moving forward what the what the benefits of a hotel really are. I mean, I, I guess they had food down, you know, like the, the, the breakfast buffet or whatever you want to call it in a, in a hotel. But, I mean, those close at, like, 9 a.m. or whatever. So, like, it, 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 it's weird because I'm looking at this from two different points of view. Breakfast closing at 9 a.m., my inner 21-year-old is like, oh, I'd never make it up for that. But also, hearing myself say that, like, my kids are awake at 5 a.m. every day. And I mean that, by the way, every day they're up at 5 a.m., 5.30 at the latest. So, of course, we can make the 9 a.m. breakfast. But it's not like it's good. I'd rather, I'd rather walk, and we did, 
we got up and walked to a local little breakfast coffee shop place or whatever, you know, had a decent breakfast and it was much better than anything I've ever had at a hotel. And yet it took five extra minutes to walk out the house, but I, I would prefer that honestly, especially than having to sit in a giant room with a bunch of other people from the hotel. I just don't want to have to interact with people and a hotel forces you to do so. But also a hotel, I can't have any alone time and like, and don't get me wrong. I don't mean like sexy alone time with my wife. Like there's no fucking chance that's happening on a vacation. <laughs> like no chance. I just mean like 20 minutes to just like slowly sip a drink. Like just, just not even, maybe not even the drink, which I want and need most of the times on vacation. Obviously it's part of vacation, but like just 20 minutes to sit still and just not have anybody ask me something or need me to do something. So I mean, again, Airbnb just seems so far above the concept of a hotel lately, especially, at least in my opinion, especially if you have animals. Like, I, we brought our two puppies, which are also awake at five every morning because they've now been trained by the by my kids. They they hear the kids, and so they wake up. So now, even sometimes, even when the kids don't wake up, if they happen to sleep, you know, by some lucky stars till six thirty in the morning, the dogs are still up at five thirty every day, no question. Because now that's just their time schedule. They're just they, they have been set this way. That's when they have to pee now. So we have to get up and take them outside, which at a hotel sucks like I admit uh, this is you know tipping my cards here I guess I've, we're just very I, I, I've gotten kind of kind of mougie which is a term that my wife coined I think or at least I'm stealing it from her middle class bougie I've gotten mougie everywhere we move I install a dog door I don't want to have to walk you out walk you the dog what walk these dogs out on a leash. I don't want to have to go down the stairs with them. I don't want to, have to walk outside with them, stand outside with them, wander and just spin circles until they finally do their business. Like I want to be able to just open the door and like my bedroom door. And then you walk to the dog door flap and just walk outside. Like I, I require that. Cause I don't want to have to, it's just, I, I, wow. I really do sound really fucking <laughs> sound like a prick, but I'm, I'm just being honest guys. I cannot stand the idea and I guess I just haven't had to do it in a while. I haven't lived in an apartment in a while. But the idea of having to find a leash, find the poo bags, walk outside with you, go all the way down the stairs or the elevator or whatever. And in a hotel, it's terrible because the dogs smell other smells and they, they, they hear other dogs, like especially at 530 in the morning. That's loud. That is so loud walking down a hotel hallway and then into an elevator or down the stairs. Like they're barking and sniffing and pulling. And it's, at 530, it's too much. And I don't want to be those people in the hotel that have loud kids or dogs. I don't want to be that guy. I don't, I don't want to disturb other people's stays simply just by doing things that are required of doing. It's not like I can, I can't, I can't not let them out. They have to go to the bathroom. So like this Airbnb concept, especially one with a gated yard, which I mean, I assume most probably do at least front or back, but I don't know. Point is this one had it opening the front door. I can at least just sit down I just opened the door, sat back down and waited to hear them and then opened it back up and went back to bed or at least laid down and sort of tried to fake being asleep like the amenities the concept of an airbnb versus the amenities of a hotel i don't think it's it, it, i don't think it even equates at all I, I don't know how the business model of a budget kind of middle of the road budget hotel works anymore because when you're looking at prices at least with with glenwood spring to keep it to this most recent one because it's the only one i really fact check in preparation for this episode the hotels in town weren't I mean, they were all basically the same price. They were all more because we would have had to got two rooms and it would have been more. It might have been like 80 ish, 85 percent 
of the price of the Airbnb, but for the savings, which is very minimal, versus what you get and the cost-effectiveness of it, I don't see how the hotel game lasts. I mean, taxis are almost obsolete in Denver. And, I mean, besides towns that have outlawed them or made weird, you know, the pickup laws and very stringent rules against Lyft and Uber and stuff, like, taxis have kind of fell by the wayside. It's almost a relic of a bygone era. And I'm not saying that hotels will be. There's too many of them. They're too big. But I can't imagine a ton of new hotel builds going up. And maybe I'm wrong, obviously. I have no idea. I wouldn't even know where to check those numbers. But the idea that you would go somewhere and want to stay in a building with hundreds of other strangers just kind of sounds gross. Like, just in the theory of it, it sounds like, like I don't want to be... Like, I don't want to be in a communal shower. <laughs> I don't want to be in a communal living space. I don't want that. I, I just, just the idea of privacy sounds so much better at an Airbnb. The kind of like being loud, as I was saying, but even being loud, just like watching TV. If it's a couple, like, now, like, I've been in that hotel, and I'm sure we all have, where you can hear the neighbor's TV. And not like it's even like super blaring loud. They're just watching, I'm guessing, just watching a game or something on regular volume. And it's just, it's just, after, like, the first five minutes is whatever, but then it starts to grate on you. It really starts to get on my nerves because I'm just like, I don't want to hear these commercials from another room and dialogue to a movie I can't even see. And it's not just because I don't like movies. And I, I don't know, I'm, I'm coming around on movies. I'm trying. But anyways, point is, I, I used to, I used to, like, ghetto rig dog doors. I was so lazy. I, I, I'm so, like, let's just look at it this way. The concept of a vacation is at least for me, the intention of doing as little work as possible. And if I have to constantly get up and take the dogs out and get up and do stuff, like, I like, here's how committed I am to the dog door concept, even when I'm just at home, much less on vacation. We bought a, uh, a glass door insert dog door thing. But even though the dimensions said it would fit, we measured everything to the T, it was all fine, it all, it showed up and it's too big. It's just slightly, slightly too big. So I got, <laughs> I went to Home Depot or whatever and bought a, a bandsaw, no, not a bandsaw, a circular saw, and cut this door down to size just so I could kind of half get over it in the morning, push it in there, and then pull it down at night because we didn't trust it overnight because it would certainly, if you kicked it real hard, it was going to come through. So we couldn't even trust it overnight. But that's how I am, I will put in so much work for the later event of laziness. <laughs> I will do so much front-hand work just to ensure that I don't have to do stuff later. Like, like so, so, like, this door looked terrible. Every time you, like, moved it, it had, like, springs in the top that kept it fastened. Like, I had to cut them, too. Like, it was so, so ugly. It was so, it was so white trash. But I did it anytime. I was, I did it anyways, and I would do it again, and I would do it every time again. Because I don't, I don't want to have to get up. If, it, if, if there's, there's so few moments in life lately that you get to just sit still, or maybe that's just my life because I have two small kids and two small dogs. <laughs> Anyways, this vacation, y'all, if you ever get a chance to go to Glenwood Springs, was amazing. And the Airbnb helped a lot of it, but it was walkable. The little house we got was walkable to all the amenities. There's, a, there's an adventure park. In fact, here's something uh, for the parents out there, and maybe for the non-parents too. Amusement parks are something else, man. Like... Just the, the, the idea of them is such a bizarre fantasy world that kids don't even fully grasp. I think the parents grasp that everything has changed when you walk in. Because certainly, because now a, a, a Coke is $9 and a chicken fried steak is $32. <laughs> but just the set and setting of these places. The one in Glenwood Springs is awesome. You have to go up a gondola 
just to get there. Like it's literally the entire there's there's roller coasters and swings and like a, a they call it a fairy cave because it's kind of sparkly. Like you get to it, it, it explore the the whole setup, all of it is you have to take a 20 minute gondola ride like up this friggin' mountain to get there. And here's something, uh, guys, <laughs> this is a true story. We get up to the top and my kids see these giant rides that literally extend out past the mountain cliff. Like there's this big swing that is off the side of a mountain. If you fall, you fall thousands of feet, literally hundreds, if not thousands of feet. I think it's 1400. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Huge. Death is certain. And my kids are like, oh, let's go on this one. Let's go on this one. And they're like pulling at us. And my wife is like, no, we can't. Sorry, guys. I don't like it. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just being clueless dad mode. Just going, no, babe, why not? Let's do it. Oh, let's do it. Turns out, as my wife took me aside later, one of the rides a kid had literally fell off uh, the year before. Holy smokes. Why'd you tell me that? Why are we here? I can't believe, I can't believe we're here right now. Doesn't matter. Point is, we had a lot of fun. Went on all the rides, did all the things. The gondola ride back down, however, guys, here's something they don't tell you about the beauty of a gondola. Uh, it, and it is beautiful, honestly. It's some of the most, it's probably a top five best view I've ever had in my life was riding up this gondola. You get to see there's the river cuts through downtown Glenwood Springs. There's mountains on both sides. There's some of them are snow capped, which is weird because it's summer, but it's still like there are still still snowed while we were there which is weird but it's it's gorgeous and it's beautiful but if the wind picks up to a certain degree they just shut it down so now you're just suspended in midair and we are on the way back suspended in midair hundreds of feet above the ground and it's so windy that we're just swinging we're just swinging back and forth at this point my wife is white knuckling the side bar the side rail is she is white knuckled this thing. she's grabbing it so she hasn't spoken a word and the kids don't really get it because my she's doing a great job of keeping it together but i can tell the difference so i'm looking at her she's looking back at me and we're realizing we're accepting the reality that we have no control in this moment right now we have absolutely no control not to mention the fact that we paid for the luxury of this moment <laughs> we paid for this this 25 minute i mean it's usually 20 minutes but this five minute stall we're just we are just stalled out we are paused in the middle of, and as we're looking around of the giant metal poles you know that are suspended to keep the ropes going or i guess steel cables not ropes but you know what i mean these giant metal poles that are the main you know load bearing parts of this thing we're starting to notice there's scuffs on them. there are black scuffs on them and the next if they finally started back up and we start going and it's still super windy and we're swinging and we realized we, it had the swing been timed out there, because we're swinging left and right, I guess, for lack of a better term. We're going forward and backward, sort of up and down. But the wind is blowing, you know, horizontal. So we're swinging left and right. We could have smacked into these poles. And these scuffs marks show that other people obviously have in the past. So we are full panic. Like that is, maybe that's what I'm realizing too. The concept of the Airbnb, I feel like I have more control. Whereas a hotel, I feel like I, I'm just, much like a taxi, I feel like I'm just importing onto someone else's stuff. I feel like I'm just like, I feel like I'm a nuisance at a hotel. You have to ask for new towels, you have to ask for, you know, all, all these, like, hey, can I get a little more shampoo? Can I get a little more, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it, it, it's, it's, I really do feel like, like you're the step kid. 
Like, at a hotel, you're the redheaded stepchild. At an Airbnb, you're, like, the favorite child. They had, like, full bottles of shampoo, which, <laughs> here's something. Um, I used the uh, hotel uh, shampoo. The, sorry, not the hotel, the Airbnb shampoo. And the, the next day, I was like, man, my hair feels amazing. Like, it feels luxurious right now. It's so soft. And I was like, babe, have you tried the shampoo in there? Like, it's all. She was like, no, that's, that's the worst shampoo ever. Apparently, VO5 was the brand. And my wife was like, no, that's the cheapest shampoo that they make. Like, they sell that, you know, it's like a dollar for a giant bottle. And I had no idea because apparently all I ever use is bargain. I don't even buy head and shoulders, guys. I buy bargain brand head and shoulders. I buy store brand head and shoulders because, again, I'm cheap. Uh, much like last week we were talking about my computer. It's, you know, I'm cheap, guys. That's what it is. Apparently, that's not the best for your hair quality. Like, it, it keeps the, the dandruff away. But apparently it's not the best thing for your quality of hair, at least for the shine or smoothness or, or, or whatever. This is a true story. Uh, back back in the day, many, many years ago, long before kids, when I first met my wife, uh, we were living, we were studying abroad over in Maastricht. And I was, uh, I was essentially a, a, my parents' credit card funded hippie. Uh, so I, I had long hair, had a beard. I wore like, you know, red, golden, green, reggae colored shit, but I bought it all with a parent's credit card. So like, I can't, I was, I wasn't a trust fund hippie, but I, was, I might as well have been. Point is, uh, Sarah and I would hang out and we were getting to know each other and whatnot. And she would always notice when other people would give me compliments on my hair because she knew the truth. Uh, but I would just tell people thanks or whatever, but she knew the truth. And the truth was I hadn't showered in days <laughs> as a, as a late teens into like, probably through age 24, 25, I'd shower, and I would shower maybe once a week. <laughs> like, maybe? That's at best. That is at, that is at best. So people would be like, oh, man, your hair looks great, or whatever, because it's, it, it, I admit, it's curly, and when it gets super long, it gets super, you know, kind of, it honestly looks more like Weird Al than anything, so I don't know where these compliments, I never really understood them, but I'm also bad at taking compliments, that's a different thing. I would just say thanks, but meanwhile, Sarah would be like, she literally, like, the only thing that's, in the, the only thing that's in his hair right now is cigarette residue, it's just, like, smoke that has been dissipating in his room for days, it's still just kind of around, like, yeah, that was another thing, too, about, like, being overseas, you didn't have to shower uh like everything's reeked of cigarettes every building you walk into everyone's smoking so you can't smell like the concept of of like i mean deodorant i'm sure everybody wears deodorant but like like cologne i don't remember anybody ever smelling like cologne everyone just smelled like cigarettes which certainly helps cover my stench at the time oh y'all getting to know me uh more than you should this week but you know go with it we had a guest change so we're just gonna do this while we were there at these hot springs. Um, I don't know if this is every hot spring. I've only ever been to this one. I don't know anything about the concept of hot springs. But this one is really cool. It had like a lazy river that they pumped the water through, which was awesome. It had a diving board and it had the actual hot springs were warm. Like they were, it was nice. But then they had a squared off area it was nice. I mean, it fit like 100 plus people. The squared off area was easily 100 feet wide by like 60 feet or 60 feet wide by 100 feet long. It was massive. It was dozens and dozens of people were there with plenty of room left to spare. But it had like a hot tub that they extra heated, which was super cool. But sitting in the middle of this thing and you're looking up at the mountains and it, I mean, literally it snowed, not the day we were in the springs, but the day after we were in the springs, it snowed. Like I can imagine sitting there watching snow come down. Like it, it feels like a paradise. It feels amazing. But I don't know if it's a normal thing or it's this particular spot is just a, a, you know, familiar, worldwide spot. 
it's, it's just a very popular, universally popular place because while we were, while my son and I were sitting in the hot tub, we heard three different languages being spoken all at the same time. One was like an Eastern, I, I, let's say Russian, I have no idea. German could have been any, could have been Polish, could have been any of that stuff. I don't know any of it. I couldn't tell you the difference. One was an Asian dialect. Again, I don't know. Could have been Mandarin, could have been, I have no clue. But it was an Asian-y dialect. And then one was Spanish, which I actually do. I mean, I don't know, but I know a handful of words. So, I mean, I, I kind of picked up on that. But while we're sitting there, my son and I talk in English, listening to Spanish. We're going to say Russian, and we're going to say Cantonese, because I don't know. But we're hearing all the, like, it is a global fixated point. And then as we were walking home, we, uh, there was a, we were stopped by a very kind old couple. And they were actually from Poland. They'd actually, they said, you know, they spoke in broken English, not even broken, but just certainly better English than my Polish. But they, you know, they asked us to take their pictures. So we sort of asked them where they're from. And like there, it, it is an international hub. I mean, there is a train station, so that's probably what it is. The Amtrak runs right through there. But, but anyways, it was, it's a beautiful international hub, beautiful landscape. I mean, snow-capped mountains, warm water, all that. But they also had a diving board uh, right next to where we would put our stuff down. And this poor girl jumped right... We, <laughs> this is true. I swear to you, this is 100% true. We hadn't been there more than five minutes. We were putting our stuff down. We were putting on sunscreen, doing all that stuff. And this girl jumps backwards off the diving board, like runs forward, jumps up, turns around, and I guess was trying to like hit the edge of the diving board facing backwards to like bounce and do a backflip into the water I guess like she ran forward jumped turned around and was now facing the back of the backboard like the stairs of the backboard when she was trying to hit well she missed her feet didn't hit it and she just caught her face on the board which was quite the hot start for both my kids my daughter now did not do the diving board all day <laughs> took my son a minute he eventually did but that that's a weird uh, weird intro but point is these springs are gorgeous absolutely gorgeous they did have a hotel on site but our Airbnb was walkable. So like, why would we do, why would we do, like also that too, like the concept of being in a, I mean, be it this hot springs little resort thing or the uh, Great Wolf Lodge resort thing. Like when I'm done being in a place, like I'm, I'm done. When I'm done with the, the Mickey Mouse-ness of it all, just for lack of a better term, when I'm done with the, the over-promoting my kids to buy everything they see <laughs> and all the trinkety nonsense and just hundreds of strangers who are all super nice didn't have a problem with anybody at, at either place or really ever like most people are usually pretty nice on vacation but like when I'm done with the crowd I want to be done and I don't want to have to then take a, a crowded elevator back up to a crowded floor back up to have you know literally both left and right sides of my bed have a human being that I don't know living right there Going back from that place to a hotel room is, is you don't ever turn off or you don't ever get to actually quit. Whereas going back from that place, walking five minutes back to our little house is so much nicer. Like you, you get to feel, I feel like there were two separate moments. The moment where we were there and the moment now where we're back. There's actually a break and a clear, distinct difference. Whereas when you're staying in these places, there's never a break. There's never a change. There's no dichotomy. There's, there's no... There's no point where I feel refreshed enough to go back and do it again. Because, like, when we left the uh, adventure park down the gondola thing, which took forever, like I told you, once we got down and then walked back to our house, it felt so nice to just be away from all of that. All of those things are so overwhelming, at least for me. Maybe I'm just, you know, anxious and antisocial. 
for me, I need a break from these places. I need, when I go back and rest, I, I want to be fully and completely removed. Whereas I don't feel I am when I'm literally just above it. You can kind of hear it from the, at least, you know, speaking from only one real example, Great Wolf Lodge, but it's, it's just what it is. You know, like, especially I don't want to hear the music that's going on down there. I don't want to hear the liveliness that's going on. And I don't want my kids to hear it because now they just want to go back. Like they, they just, they hear the music or the dancing or the kids and the Latin, like they just like, they, they never get a chance to fully turn off. So I never get a chance to fully turn off. So I don't feel as relaxed as I should on vacation. It's not what I want out of my vacational time. What I do want is to be able to, first of all, be able to not hear anything, but also to be able to listen to the music I want. If I'm in a hotel, I don't feel comfortable playing music like loud or even barely loud like if, if I bring like a portable bluetooth speaker I, I set it on like literally volume one or two because I just feel projecting that into somebody else's space is not right and then if they're doing the same thing to me like I will bang on the wall tv's different because like everybody you gotta hear but like an airbnb I get to just you get to recreate being at home so much better including the music thing like I just got to have music play pretty much the whole time which is also another thing that Vance and I kind of got into on one episode, but I haven't fully fleshed out. I wonder out there, anybody listening, email me. I'm like, please, <laughs> if you've made it, what are we at, 30 minutes or so into this of just my rambling, please, I want to hear from you. I'm not kidding. I seriously want to hear from you. How often do you listen to music? Like, how many hours a day, on average, is music playing at least in the background, if not in the foreground, if not, like, you know, in headphones or something, but at least subtly in the background? Because... I mean, if I had my way, it would probably be seven to nine-ish hours a day. In fact, yeah, we were talking about that on the Pastor episode with Pastor Spencer. I mean, easily, multiple, multiple hours, well over five or six, probably closer to seven or eight hours a day. I want at least a little bit of music in the background. It's just nice. It cuts the... It cuts the crushing silence, the the overwhelming ennui that is life if you're not, like, cutting that with something. That's why TVs are on in a lot of people's homes in the background. I per... I personally can't do that. I can't have conversations going on that I'm not like listening to. If I hear words, I want to hear them. Like I want, I want to like really focus in. But like with music, I want to be able to listen to it. And I want to be able to hear it. But you can't. At least for me, I can't do that at a hotel. So again, like I just think, I just think Airbnbs. They're not going to destroy the hotel industry, but I'm guessing, I'm guessing they're taking them down. I, I really am. Like I, I like. I can't say that an Airbnb is a top 10, like, creation of all time. Although I would say this. I would say that the recording of audio, like, the ability to record and replay audio is probably a top 10 invention for humanity. Because, like, thinking about the, the idea or the ability to just, on, on a whim, play music is phenomenal. And something that is relatively, for you know, looking at from day one of whatever you want to call humanity, wherever you call the break... Be that Adam and Eve, be that evolution, I don't care, it doesn't matter, believe whatever you want. But whatever day one is in your book, we didn't have the ability to just press play and listen to music, I mean, for the first 99% of all human history. Probably 99.6 or 0.7, if you really do the math and slid it down. Like, you had to have a live band. You had to have multiple human beings playing and actually engaging with you. And like, the, imagine how many songs an average band would know. <laughs> like 10, maybe 50. Even, even if it's 50, even if it's 100, which is definitely not. Even if it's 100, the average band could possibly maybe play 100. That's all you're getting forever. 
even if you were a king or a queen in olden times and you had a personal band that you could literally just come play, you're getting one of a hundred songs. Period. That's it. That's the max amount you're ever going to get. Whereas nowadays, like, depending on my mood, my mood, I had, I listened to probably a million different songs in any given month. Probably. Yeah. Let's say a hundred thousand. I, I will venture a very strong hundred thousand different songs have been just queued up because I'll just let random stations play. I mean, yesterday I listened to all Hispanic music, literally all, like all of it. That's all I listened to. I didn't understand half of it because I don't really speak Spanish, but like I probably heard 70, 80 songs yesterday. None of whom I'd ever heard before. None of whom I recognized. I just let it play this morning. I've been doing a different kick with a whole different genre and another 30, 40 songs have played. Extrapolate that by a year. Yeah. That math doesn't check out, but still it's a lot. <laughs> it's still a lot. Like the idea of having recorded music is truly, or podcasts or anything. It's, it's amazing. It, it's true. It's, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And you know what else is beautiful, guys? You are. You, you are. Thank you for making it through 30-ish kind of minutes of just me rambling, everybody. I, I seriously, I cannot tell you enough how much I appreciate that. And I'm seriously curious. Email the show, everythingispod at gmail.com, or reach out to us on... We, I did open up an Instagram. <laughs> I opened up a second Instagram after being kicked off the first Instagram. Reach out. Message me. I, I am so, so curious how much people listen to music on any given day. Because I'm sure there's some people that just do silence. And those people are psychopaths. Uh, but maybe not. Maybe maybe everybody else is like me. I don't know. Reach out, tell me. And seriously, thank you for listening. I love you. See you next time.